Madtown's 93.1 Jams, Black History Month community and cultural awareness. I'm sitting down today with Barbara, owner of Mary's Daughter, LLC. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you, Shay. It's a pleasure to meet you. You have a really interesting business and I'm <laughs> excited to learn about it. You you uh, do financial planning for older adults and veterans, if I understand you correctly? Well, actually, not so much financial planning. Uh, that I leave to financial advisors and certified financial planners who take that role. What I do is help people with their finances, their paperwork, medical, legal, and make sure that's all organized so that as they age uh, and there's less capacity to be able to do that, or they're feeling overwhelmed or sometimes just memory issues. Um, I work with a lot of Alzheimer's and you know clients who have Alzheimer's or early memory loss. So um, with that in mind, I just make sure it's all taken care of, but they are as much as possible in control of the finances. And when they're not able to, I work with their family um, or whoever they appoint as a power of attorney. Okay, so more like the day-to-day. Yes. You know, this is the budget, this is paid. And yes. You know, you know if it doesn't get forgot about, so the TV's not getting turned off. <laughs> exactly. And if they're paying too much for cable or too much for internet, I'm able to come in and review all the um, you know transactions and then make sure that uh, that gets taken care of. So I also advocate to make sure that they're getting the best bang for their buck. That's really important, you know, and especially as we get older, we're, we're less, you know, we're, it's not that we're less in control. We're less, you know, uh, paying attention to what's happening yeah. so to have somebody there that can just, you know, cross the T's, dot the I's, and, you know, yes. and make sure that everything's going to continue. Yes. Uh, many people don't realize that financial uh, acuity is one of the first things that may go. And a person looks fine. They remember all kinds of things, their names, and they remember other uh, events and they can work through the day, but they aren't quite as sharp with their checkbook or transactions. And so sometimes that's one of the first signs that can be covered up for a long time until something happens like, you know, they've overdrafted, you know, they bounce checks or there's a problem when the adult child comes home and says, what's happened? (laughs) The bills aren't paid. And I thought I did that. So, yeah. And there could be a lot of stress there that doesn't need to be in the day. So, you know, that's a really great service. You've been doing this for almost 10 years now in the Madison area. Yes. And that's really amazing. It seems like this is personal. You uh, named your business after your mother. And mm-hmm. also, if I read uh, your story correct, your brother was a veteran. Yes. Well, so this all hits really close to home. It certainly does. And I really feel like sometimes they're the most vulnerable populations, folks who are elderly, but also veterans of all ages, because they're really dealing with PTSD. They're maybe experiencing just a lot of guilt if they survived and their you know buddies didn't in their other servicemen. So yeah, um, sometimes they're spending money or because of other issues, uh, they're finding that maintaining finances is really too difficult. And, and it can be daunting at times too, even for the younger generations, you know, <laughs> those will add up. So uh, if somebody <laughs> wanted to get in touch with you, with Mary's daughter, what would be the best way to contact you? Yes. Uh, I have a website, marysdaughterllc.com, and there's a contact page, contact me page. And then I have a phone number, 608 515 
1-800-273-4083. So I'm happy to have a conversation with people. My initial consultation is at no charge because I want to make sure that anyone I work with is someone that I want to work with and also that they can look and talk with me because money is so private. It's very personal and you have to feel comfortable with whoever you're working with. That's absolutely true. I, I uh, own a wedding DJ business and we do the same principle. You know, when somebody gets married, that's the biggest day of their lives for a lot of people. So we do free consultations as well because you want to know yes. that the people that you're bringing into these important decisions are people that you're going to like, then you can trust and that you want to do business with. Exactly. It's good to know you have that side business going on. You <laughs> Try to stay in, in the music industry at all at all facets, you know, where we Oh yeah. I don't know. Barbara, I appreciate you telling us a little bit about what you do at Mary's Daughter LLC, day-to-day mm -hmm. -day financial services for older yes. and, and veterans. This is important. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for mentioning that. Many people don't know about it. And so it's great when I have an opportunity to share that. Uh, I'm also on the board of Adam, which is the American Association of Daily Money Managers. And I'm the chair of the Public Awareness Committee. So this is wonderful oh, wow. for me to have this opportunity. Yeah, this is perfect. This is awesome. So Mary's Daughter LLC, you've been around for about 10 years now. Mm -hmm. You put out the website, everybody. Are you on social media? Are you active with Facebook? I'm on Facebook uh, and I'm on LinkedIn. All right. I don't, I'm not on Twitter and not on Instagram. My clients tend not to do that. Yeah, I could see that definitely. <laughs> the older crowd, Facebook is, is still friendly. Uh, yes. Thank you very much for telling us a little bit about your business, 93.1 Jams, Black History Month Community and Cultural Awareness. We're trying to bring awareness to great local Black businesses like yours. Thank you. As well as, as history. And something that you wanted to talk about was generational wealth. Yes. Building financial independence. And I think that's really important, you know, especially, you know, with all the inequities that have, we've had over the years that building financial equity is important. Building that financial strength is key. I am so you know happy that you're um, willing to talk about that because many people just don't think of it that way. Uh, I think home ownership, for instance, is a great way to build a foundation uh, for wealth. And so many people, Black people, don't have the opportunity for one, and just in terms of how districts are are made, you know, how they uh, the lines are formed, where realtors would steer people to areas that, and, and historically, uh, areas that, um, you know, were not going to be growing in wealth. They would be not able to get the homes, even if they qualified. And so if you couldn't get a home, then you couldn't start that generational wealth building, you know, and many people who did, who were able to start those homes, uh, the land was taken, you know, and they were forced off. And sometimes it's because then um, we had the white flight, you know, people would move into the neighborhood. It was a very nice neighborhood, but because of fears and fear mongering, other residents would move out, uh, the taxes, <laughs> you know, I mean, would go down the tax base and then the schools. And so you would see these suburbs, suburban areas growing and the inner city basically, you know, losing all of that that wealth that was there. And then when you had people move back into uh, the urban areas at, at costs that were so high, they were prohibitable. prohibitable. And that made it very difficult for people to actually maintain um, wealth and continue building. Um, there are a number of people in the South that I know who have land and who have built their homes and they're building their families. And it's great to see. And I know other areas are doing that as well, but it's not easy um, because it is so hard to maintain when you have some wealth, you're paying 
day-to-day expenses. Uh, Interest rates are higher. Studies have shown that banks weren't lending to folks of color. So a lot of those things were, you know, you got to two steps back before you can even get at the at the start line. And I found that when I've done some research, it's it's eye-opening to see how difficult it is. I grew up in a rental. Uh, my mom rented. She would never have been able to afford a home. And when she did, I mean, she had several jobs. And I was never taught about that. That was something that, you know, my brother was able to. I'm from Rockford, by the way. And he was able to, you know, he had a good good job, but many of these jobs have been taken away. You know, uh, many of the jobs got into technology and people aren't able to to maintain um, and save. And then we aren't taught in school. And our parents, if we don't have the parents who had the wealth or who had that that they had inherited, we didn't have that, then you don't have that to start with. So I'm really clear with my kids uh, how important it is to save, <laughs> to always um, spend less than you, earn, than you earn, and to think about lasting, what's going to last, not the outfit today or the purse, purse tomorrow, but what's going to last. And purchasing land and purchasing a home and then building with that are things that are very important. Absolutely. And, and rental properties cost more than buying a home. So you're, you're paying someone else's dream and someone else's mortgage to have your living on top of it. So even if you're in uh, uh, your credit's not the best, like a high mortgage payment is still better than somebody else's mortgage payment. Yeah. And when you also, though, the, the whole idea of the, the kind of flashy lifestyle, when you see a lot of that and people are more involved with getting that kind of lifestyle and not thinking about no, <laughs> immediate gratification is not the way to go. But when you're surrounded by that, people then get the wrong idea and don't really understand the value. So it's really about teaching our kids, which is why I love what you're doing <laughs> with Black History Month, teaching people about the importance of generational wealth, where, where now we can have conversations about it or before people were just happy to get a paycheck, you know, and get a chance to go out and get a brand new car. (laughs) It's a brand new car, but you should make your money work for you. Yes. So if you were able to give a piece of advice to anybody listening right now about let's let's say owning a home, what's the best Mm -hmm. way to get into owning a home? Well, first of all, getting in a credit together. And I just actually talked to uh, a a new colleague. Her name is Antoinette Neal, who's part of the home buyer program. We're looking at partnering together and working with my church, Crisis Solid Rock, where we're able to actually bring that uh, entity. And then what's called, uh, I think it's Home uh, Housing Resources, Inc., which is in Milwaukee, and maybe trying to work with people around the early preparation. And they have classes. So if you really are struggling with just getting the bills paid, having the goal having the goal of home ownership, wherever you are right now, it is possible. And you just need the the tools and the tools are out there. The tools are out there. So the home buyer program is one and other credit unions, Summit Credit Union is wonderful too, as another place and other credit unions, because they can teach people about things like credit and the UW Financial Extension, they have a, a program as well. So I have a lot of resources and I love sharing the resources out there to get people on track. 
when my wife and I bought our home, we used a program, I believe it's called WIDA. Yes. Um, and, and it was like a first time home buyers uh, assistance program. And they actually helped us make the down payment. Like we had the yes. right credit score, but we didn't have the lump sum that it needed to, you know, to put down. So yes. WIDA actually helped us with that. And uh, I believe the way that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the process, it, it became a second mortgage. Mm -hmm. that we just, you know, paid in addition with our first mortgage payment. And after a second, amount of time it was paid off yes and then our mortgage payment went down and it was like having an extra amount of money but we were able to buy a home uh and i don't know if it's appropriate to share this or not but we were able to get a home with about 1500 to 2000 dollars down and then three months later we were in it's it's very appropriate because what it says is it's doable it's possible and it's so you have a an extra $3,000 or sometimes with people, you know, they get all this overtime. And so you have that in the bank, but your credit score is, you know, 500, 550. You're not going to qualify for some of these programs. They, they credit repair programs, but that'll take some time. And here you are getting that congratulations to you and your wife. That That is wonderful to hear. And then that money can be put toward when you're putting money into what's yours. It so makes a difference. You don't mind making that kind of payment when you know it's yours versus paying someone, uh, unless you own the, it's a townhouse house and you're renting out half <laughs> and they're paying your mortgage. Now that's a smart way to rent. <laughs> Have a rental. <laughs> income property though. That's you know, exactly that's making your money work for you. And you know, there, there's a lot of ways to go with that. You can buy the duplex and live in one side and exactly rent out the other, or you can not live in it at all and rent mm -hmm. out both sides. Exactly. I know people who do that. And so those are kinds of things that there are resources out there. Uh, WIBIC is great too, Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative. So WIBIC and they work with WIDA and uh, oh, so many alternatives and resources and ways to do this. But people have to have the idea People have to know that it's possible. And too many times they've been told it's not. Absolutely. And just to know a little bit, you know, just a little bit of light in and it'll break. Yeah. It so if you can open that possibility up and let people know, you can change their lives. So it, it yes. is possible to buy a home without having 20 and $30,000 no. down. You can do it with two or $3,000 and only the first time. But, you know, after that, <laughs> you should hopefully not need the assistance. You know what I mean? If you're not, you're not doing it right. If you got to go there the second time. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, Jay, you, you've done a good job of just being able to take the money you had and then make it work for you. We did. And, and then now uh, we've, we've been here for six years and uh -huh. paid that off in about three years. Uh, and, and then just, you know, through upgrading the house and, and doing renovations, you know, we've put an extra uh, 50 or $60,000 in added value. In Beautiful. Our and our payment went down by almost a third when that second mortgage was, was paid off, allowing us more freedom and, and still it's our money and it's our home. And where did you get the idea to purchase? I mean, did were you did you grow up in a home that was uh, your family home? Um, you know, uh, my, my parents had bought a few homes, you know, uh, okay. you know, so we, we did. Yeah. Uh, my wife and, and her mother had owned a couple of townhouses and condos. So I think our, mm -hmm. both of us had the, the household family structure uh, of, of some sort. And, and we've been married for 10 years now. And, uh, we, we bought the house about six years ago when we started, to, when we started to expand the family and have children. Yes. You know, so it was, and 
And that's a beautiful part of it because generally people can do what they see having been done. Uh, But when you don't see that, when you're not, you know, a part of a family or a part of a a group that's doing that, then it's like rental is just what you do. And when you have the opportunity to see and you've grown up with that as a possibility, it just opens it up. And that's one of the things I'm really glad to share with our kids that yes, home ownership is within your reach. Absolutely for everybody. Barbara, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Mary's Daughter LLC. One more time. Do you want to drop your website and phone number? Yes, it's Mary's Daughter LLC.com. And my phone number is 608-515-4083. And happy Black History Month. This is wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for everything you do for our community. Mary's Daughter LLC, you're about day-to-day financial uh, assistance for older adults and veterans. Yes. In need. <laughs> now look Barbara up. Uh, if you know somebody in, in need, uh, look her up as well and check out madtownjams.com slash BHM for Black History Month. You can learn about Mary's Daughter and many other great local Black-owned businesses here in Madison. 